time has come, Eve. Come here. You will have the honor of being sacrificed to Diamond alive. There is a legend of an ancient evil. Something's been found in Stone Rig Cavern. A legend that no one would ever believe. Legend has it that Stone Rig Cavern was the lair of the Dampton Worm. Unless, of course, it came right up and bit him. One, two, three, four! I hear you're having trouble with a snake. Diana was a pagan snake god. I'm snake watching. It's as if they were just swallowed up. John Dampton went a fishing once, a fishing in the weir. He caught a fish upon his hook. He thought, look mighty queer. Now what the kind of fish it was, John Dampton couldn't tell. But he didn't like the look of it, so he threw it down a well. Ha! Well, you must take the word worm too literally. It's an adaptation of the Anglo-Saxon virum, meaning dragon or snake. Ah, the experience of a lifetime. Now the worm got fat and growed, and growed an awful size. With great big teeth and a great big mouth and great big goggle eyes. So John set out and cut the beast and cut it into halves. And that soon stopped it, eating babes and sheep and lambs and cats. From the director of Altered States, creator of Dracula, a new movie of venom and vengeance, Ken Russell's The Lair of the White Worm. I'm famished. We stop on the way for a bite. Uh, watch out for your ass. All right. Hey, guys. It's Chris. And it's Jack. And we watched a movie. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Don't gonna sound so happy. <laughs> Best movie ever! <laughs> there are definitely highs and lows in this podcast. <laughs> but this week, uh, based on a listener request, we got uh, we watched The Lair of the White Worm, uh, made in 1988 by Ken Russell. Uh, it follows a young man who unearths a giant animal skull, a snake skull, and, um, so... But what if it's just a cow skull that's flattened? <laughs> we can get into that terrible dialogue at the beginning. But... Oh, wait, no, she said it was a caveman's <laughs> flattened skull. Jack, I ruined my synopsis. I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's okay, I didn't know what I was going to say next. Alright, so yeah, this dude, Angus, he finds a skull in this, uh, place. They're in somewhere in, like, uh, the UK? Lunt? Oh, yeah, they're in England somewhere. In, somewhere in England. Um, it's this giant snake skull. Uh, this woman breaks in to steal it for some reason. And then this weird ensuing mystery occurs. I really don't know how to explain this movie. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so there's this big snake <laughs> that they call a worm. And it's just around, and you don't see until the end. The Worm of Dampton. The Worm of Dampton, which is apparently actually a real, like, folklore story somewhere in England or something? Well, the movie's based off of the the White Worm or something by, like, Bram Stoker or whatever, which is based off that story. So, and even worse than this, I honestly gotta say. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? Suspending, uh, suspending judgments. Uh, but, yeah, that's the synopsis. I'm sorry. If you literally look up the synopsis online. It's less inco- It's less coherent than what I just said. Um, but yeah, if you want to go watch this, go watch it. Uh, we're going to hop into this. So, uh, Angus finds a damn skull. 
in the yard. There's five minutes of conversation I can't understand. I love how he finds it, and he has, like, unearthed, like, I don't know, maybe ten square feet <laughs> of land. It is an <laughs> He's acre. like, perfect, like, it's, you found it's a it. a quarter of an acre. <laughs> <laughs> He's unearthed this whole thing. It's like... And the two girls come out, Eve and Mary, who are letting him stay at their place while he's excavating this site or whatever. And they're like, uh, something in a British... I, dude, honestly. Dude. I couldn't understand what they were saying. I know. I was, this is going to be my next point. Two minutes in, I turned the subtitles on. And then I went back because I was like, what the hell are they saying? I have no idea what they're saying right now. Like, yeah, because like, I know this is English. These are English words. But I can't say it like... The- Damn it. Talk like real people. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't know this was set in the UK until this happened. I was like, what is happening? I never felt more like a dumb American until I was like, speak American. <laughs> Please. Wait. I cannot understand you. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> but anyway, somehow that ends with them like, Angus, you need to stop. Uh, we're going to a party later. And we immediately cut to this big party where... The band is singing about a giant worm, and there's like a worm costume. I kind of like the song. Yeah. The song kind of bangs. <laughs> it's a good song about the about the giant worm. It's like, something, something, bring no harm. Something, something, bring a worm. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's a song about uh, Lord James Dampton's ancestor. It was played by Hugh Grant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hugh Grant is in this movie. Which is... Very strange to see. <laughs> it's had to be one of his first acting roles. Yeah, seriously. Considering the only reason I know him is from romantic comedies, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason I've ever heard of him. Yeah, dude. Love <laughs> Actually, that's a bad movie we could do. <laughs> later, Chris. <laughs> brainstorming later. Ah, definitely the winter season. Okay, but brainstorming <laughs> later. But yeah, so they're at this party or whatever, celebrating. Uh, it's like an annual tradition for the slaying of the white worm, which... Uh, James's ancestors did, so he, like, pretends to cut up a worm, and then he goes and starts talking to Angus about the skull that he found. Did you like the the fact that during the song they had a pretend, like, giant white worm come out? Yes. And onto the dance floor? It kind of reminded me of that scene in Mulan with the dragon. <laughs> I literally did think about that thing in, like, Chinese New Year's where you have the dragon and all Right, just dancing around and going around the whole yeah. crowd, like... And then, yeah, they give him a sword, and he cuts it in half or whatever. Very half-heartedly, I must say. Oh, dude, I think he has, like, a, some alcohol in one hand when he does it. Like, he's just like, ah, oh, yes, yes, I'll peel the worm. Ah, uh. oh, yes, tradition. <laughs> Killing the great white worm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, yeah, they discuss that or whatever, but it's not that important. We skip ahead to, like, something I actually thought was pretty funny. It's, like, after the party, because, um... Angus and uh, Mary are, like, walking back, and we learn that Mary's parents have gone missing. They went missing, like, a year ago or whatever, and they went missing on the same path that they're walking home that night, and I'm like... First thing in your head is, like, why are you going down this way? Why are you you doing this? Exactly. But then you have to remember that this is a horror movie. (laughs) Exactly. And then, you know, Angus is like, oh, well, you know, do you have anyone to protect you? And she's like, if you mean a boyfriend, no. And, you know, seeing that she's just mentioned how her parents have been missing for a year and she doesn't have a boyfriend, he makes a move. Nice. Yes. Wait, no. Perfect timing. <laughs> I think he also said he killed her. Her old boyfriend killed himself. No, not that he killed himself. He got in, like, a motorcycle accident or mm. something. 
Gotcha. All right, I messed up. Once again, you had to have subtitles on to understand <laughs> what the hell she was talking about. Because she is like, oh, yeah, he did kill himself. <laughs> on his motorbike. And I was like, what, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> but it's, just, it's such an interesting thing where she's like, do you have anyone to protect you? And she's like, if you mean a boyfriend, then no. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like, I was like, I don't think that's what he was implying. Oh, Is that how English people speak? <laughs> I should have the subtitles on, dude. I like, <laughs> I had to like, just gotta interpret what they were saying based on scenes. Like, <laughs> Body language. What is happening? <laughs> but then they get freaked out because a car comes out of nowhere, and they just freaked out because it's like that car. There's a car around here. Why? Why there's a car? She, she mentions that uh, <laughs> that she got scared because it had no headlights on. It was like. What are you talking about? It clearly had its headlights on. Exactly. The scary thing was it looked like a snake car. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it didn't. It kind of looked like it slithered through the scene. <laughs> Seriously. Like, the headlights were, like, green or something. Like, it was weird. No, yeah. But, yeah, they get back home or whatever, and the cops are there. Or a cop is there. The One of the only cops in the town. And he tells them that they found her dad's uh, pocket watch at the, like, old cave in town or something. Oh, but, uh, yeah, so they're gonna go look for, around the cave the next day to see if they can find him. And they mentioned that they saw a weird car over by this grove. So the cop, uh, being a decent cop, decides to go check it out. And while he's looking around... Dude, his eyes might be the scariest thing about the whole movie. His <laughs> eyes are so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> they're going different directions the whole time. <laughs> Even later... Is this just another English trait? <laughs> This is just something we don't understand. <laughs> Dude, this could have been a historical That drama. London look. <laughs> gap between your teeth. Eyes going two different directions. Hey, do the gap between their teeth, they all get that at some point. But that's because of something else. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> but yeah, so he's checking it out, and he gets bit by a snake while on the property. And then the uh, owner of the estate, Lady Sylvia, comes out to check on him. And the entire time, I'm like, this dude's dead. Like, this this is this classic. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, he's dead. He's super dead. dead. Yeah. But, like, she brings him back in and... To be fair, she is dressed in all white in that scene. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of makes it seem like she won't be a villain. She definitely is going to become a villain very <laughs> quick, though. The rate of which they make her a villain is so fast. <laughs> like, I like that scene, but... Well, uh, you already know that there's something weird, because right when this scene goes into the next one where they're inside the house. She is just sucking on his leg. <laughs> Suck the poison out of his leg. Nice. Yes. <laughs> and my hey, uh, Sylvia, I think I got bent a little higher, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The fact that this cop isn't horny is actually very surprising in the scene. Like, he's not like, oh, yes, uh, drink, and you uh, can uh, suck a little higher. Yes, yeah, so. I mean, what do you expect? He's a silly man. His name is Ernie. <laughs> Ernie the cop. Ernie the cop. <laughs> But yeah, but they just talk or whatever about the property and stuff. He mentions the search the next day and that they found, like, um, a skull at their uh, Mary and Eve's place. So she's very inquisitive about that. So the next day, uh, she heads over to Eve and Mary's to look around, just walks right into their house. The, the door is completely open and no one is there. It's the UK. It's a small town. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say cultural differences. <laughs> But uh, she, she walks... That explains this whole movie away, I feel like. <laughs> Dude, by the end of this movie, I could just say cultural differences. <laughs> <Those> freaks. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the freaky shit yet. But, uh, 
But, um, fucking, what was it? Yeah, so she looks around, she finds the skull, she's taking it out of the house, and as she's leaving, she sees, uh, a cross with Jesus Christ on the wall, and she, her immediate first reaction is to let out giant snake fangs and spray acid at it, or venom, like, it's... It was like, oh, oh okay, okay. Like, I could have assumed, but, like, you're really giving that away pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, there, there really isn't a mystery aspect to this, except, <laughs> except for, like, to the characters. The characters are trying to figure out this mystery, and we just know everything that's going on the whole time. No, exactly. Yeah, so they, so she does that, dips, they all get back, Mary, Angus, James, and Eve. Uh, and Eve goes upstairs to look around, because the, um, what is it, the, uh... No, only... That's not yet. Yeah, only two of them are back first. Oh, yeah. Eve and James. Eve and James are the ones that are back first. Yeah, so they're back, uh, and Eve is looking around. She goes up, sees the weird green stuff on the cross, and she goes to touch it, and the most psychedelically infused scene occurs where Eve sees a bunch of nuns around a temple with Jesus Christ and a bunch of Roman soldiers appear and attack them and then begin to rape the nuns and the entire time there's also a giant snake curling around Jesus on the cross and a snake lady in the bu- in the background. I couldn't have said it any better myself. <laughs> I, that is basically what happens, and it, is, it occurs on screen for about like a minute and a half, and it's it's quite shocking considering where we are in the movie. <laughs> exactly, I think this is what thirty minutes into this movie, like this is crazy. Like, uh, it it it's just kind of a precursor for what's <laughs> to come, but it I did not know that this was going to be. As surreal as, no. <laughs> as it ended up being. Hell no. I, no. Like, and it only gets wackier because. I thought this was going to be some, like, you know, like, dry British comedy monster movie. Mm. But that's not what this is. No. <laughs> at all. No. This is, she passes out due to this vision or whatever, and the others get back and they ask her what's happening. And she goes to start to tell them about her vision. And then they go upstairs and notice that the skull is missing. And they're not quite sure what's going on. So then we cut to uh, a young man walking around, a traveler or whatever, and he gets picked up by... Yeah, James is leaving. James is leaving. Yeah, yeah, James is like, I don't really care about this anymore. <laughs> and so he dips. And, you know, he ignores this... this uh, I don't know, what would we call him? Like a Boy Scout? He kind of looks like a Boy Scout. It's like a... He's like, he says something about like a, he does look like a Boy Scout, but like, it's like Europe, and he was talking about like a hostel, what's, what's the word you have for those people that travel? Hitchhiker, or a backpacker, he's like a backpacker or something. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, he's hanging out, he's in the rain, James just uh, ignores him. <laughs> he drives right, turns, swerves right on him, goes up He's <laughs> like, like, oh, man. And oh, then, man. And then luckily... Out of nowhere, because we, we pan around him, and Sylvia's car just appears. Like, yeah, I don't know how this worked, because <laughs> as far as I know, there are, like, it's one road, and then one part of it just veers off, and that's where James went. And then Sylvia's car is behind him. <laughs> as if it came from the direction of, the, like, Eve and uh, Mary's. Right, like, 
it's just there. And she's like, oh, you want a lift? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he gets in her car, and she's obviously like, well, you know, I could take you to the hospital, but you're soaking wet, so let me take you back to my place first, or whatever. Get you cleaned up. This is so funny. <laughs> they're, they're in the car, and, like, uh, she asks if he likes the music that she's playing, and he's like, oh, no, I don't really bang with this music. And she's like, oh, but what do you like to bang? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's like, I'm not much of a headbanger. He's like, oh, but do you like to bang? <laughs> He's like, I can bang a, like, a mouth organ. Yes. Which I believe is British for harmonica. That's what I can assume. Like, I was like, British what? A mouth like, organ? I can bang the mouth organ. It's like, what? At first I was like, do you suck dick? Is that what you're referring to? The Dude, mouth organ. The cultural difference in the dialect. It's so much in this movie. Like, we're missing so much. But yeah, they're back at her place. Yeah, it cuts <laughs> super weird again. What is happening? They're in front of this fireplace. It's lit. He's also Kevin, Kev, as he likes to be called by his friends. Kev. <laughs> is is in this bathrobe laying on these uh, on these pillows. It's like Joseph Technicolor like fucking uh, cloth or whatever. Like it's so colorful. It really is. I kind of like it. I kind of wish I had it. Dude. But <laughs> she is also in a row, but under, she is just in a bra and her panties. And let me tell you, she is being weird as fuck, and they are playing snakes and ladders. <laughs> <laughs> and then she mentions, oh, how about some music? He's like, yeah, sure. So he pulls out his harmonica and starts playing it. His mouth organ. His mouth organ. <laughs> Kev starts playing the mouth organ. <laughs> And she, Sylvia just starts dancing super erotically, like a like a belly dancer, like a snake. Like she's being like charmed by the harmonica. Like nice, subtle, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as subtle as the movie's being. <laughs> Dude, this movie is so not subtle. And then eventually, it just the characters just know the exposition. Like they know what's happening. But I'll get to that. Um. But yeah, so she immediately is dancing, and she gets close to him. She rips her harmonica out of his hands, and she's like, I don't like that music. Don't do that. <laughs> she's like, that music's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, and then they immediately go to, like, she's like, so how about a bath? And they go uh, to her tub, and she's just bathing him or whatever. And she tells him to stand up or whatever. Once again, love the dialogue from this scene. <laughs> she's like, I bet your girlfriend doesn't do this for you. He's like... Yeah, my mom doesn't do it either. And I was like, oh, you're killing your chances here, kid. It's like, do I remind you of your mother? And he was like, no, just... You're really nice. Yeah. I was like, oh, goodness. You're really nice. Well, Jack, she does need a virgin. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> but yeah, so she has to stand up or whatever. And I'm trying to understand this. We are like a plop. Is that just supposed to be like his dick? Like just... Oh, yes. That, okay. that is definitely what that is. Gotcha. Considering that, you know, immediately, like, she has him stand up, and then the fangs come out, and she goes down. In a <laughs> downward motion. <laughs> Poor bastard. She bites him on the dick and paralyzes him. To be fair, Chris, it looks like the best head he's ever gotten. <laughs> he looks absolutely stunned by this. <laughs> well, he's... <laughs> the only she could have said, I also play the mouth organ. <laughs> But, that'd be that'd be real quippy. Oh, dude. <laughs> this movie needed to be more quippy, like more campy. But um, 
she's like goes and grabs the snake skull. She starts singing all this stuff or whatever about like you know resurrecting her master and stuff. And she raises it over her head, and the doorbell rings. <laughs> and she's like, "Ah, oh, bugger!" <laughs> it's a little campy. <laughs> it's like I liked that. I was like, "Okay, that's funny." And she like puts it down or whatever. It's like, "Oh, next time." And she just puts Kev's head under the water and drowns him. And goes to see who's at the door. Oops. And you know, at the door. Is Lord James Dampton. <laughs> <laughs> Who's just stopping by because the officer, who apparently is alive, told him uh, about um, Sylvia being back and stuff, and that there were snakes in her yard. So he's like, I'm going to get somebody to come and cut your uh, lawn and get rid of the snakes. And he walks in there. They drink brandy. They do the whole British dry whatever. <laughs> Bro, dude, this is the most British of it all. Like, there's like... Saying like limericks and like like funny like poems or rhymes and stuff like she makes a little earnest rhyme or whatever. And it's okay, she did have something legitimately funny in this scene, where she uh she throws the snakes and ladders board into the fire and she says rosebud. Dude, <laughs> I laughed out loud when she said I'd that. I too. I was like, that's so no. funny. <laughs> that should not be referenced in this movie. And they both just, like, ignore it. They don't acknowledge it. They just move on. <laughs> she does it all dramatically, too. Like, <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, God. But, yeah, but, um, yeah, then, you know, she's, like, flirting with uh, James or whatever, and they, like, kiss, and he decides to head out, and, you know, luckily James doesn't die somehow. Um... But he's he goes back home or whatever and is going to bed and he sees on his wall is a picture of this cave that's in town or whatever and it's like a picture of the cave plus a knight slaying the lamp the Dampton worm and then a, the next surreal dream sequence happens where he walks into the cave he walks into the cave and it turns into a landing for an airplane and he goes into the airplane and like Mary and Eve's parents are in the airplane and so is Sylvia they're, and they're like. They're strapped down. Yeah. In there. They're strapped down. Mary and Sylvia are both like stewardesses mm -hmm. on on this flight. Yeah. And like Sylvia goes to like, you know, attend to him and stuff and has a weird green drink for him. And she has him strapped down to the chair and she's trying to force him to drink. But then Mary jumps in and they start fighting and wrestling. And that's just they happening. Just start wrestling. <laughs> but dude, that's just happening. James just he has a he's just sitting because he was doing a crossword before so he has a paper and a pen in his hand and as he's watching them wrestle the pen just starts to starts to move upwards you know as if it it's inferring an an erection you know as he's watching these women this movie is very phallic <laughs> this all the phallic sim symbols in this movie Jesus Christ oh uh, and then this like, one might be the least subtle <laughs> dude this is so there's no subtlety. There's no subtlety, and then the characters just know what's happening. They've read the script. The pen is rising. <laughs> Get it? Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, but he then, like, you know, has a decision to make between two women that are tempting him, and he sees a cross on one hand, which it signifies Mary, so he goes that path, and he gets out of the plane and wakes up the next morning, and now he's just, like, convinced somehow. He's like, the Dampton Worm is real. Like, it's... I it, I don't understand how he, he had this dream, and he's like, we need to go investigate and look in this cave, like... Well, hilariously, he wakes up with an actual newspaper in his hand, and it's a picture 
of the search party that went and looked for the parents, and it's like, it looks like the same cave that the portrait on his uh, wall looks like, and he's like, alright, I'm going there. It's real. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's just, there's like, the thing that's weird, because there's no, like, insinuating thing where it's like, oh, you know, he's seen a monster, or like, He's like, no, he's just like... Also, Peter's terrible butler. He is so loud. What the hell? One asshole. I thought it was like inferring like he was just having a huge like high hangover for some reason. Because he was just like, oh, God, how do I hear all of this? Not even. Peter's is just, he's just messing with everything. Not doing anything. <laughs> I'm glad he died. <laughs> all right. We see how you feel about the help, Chad. <laughs> I said nothing about the chambermaids, Chris. <laughs> Only about Peters. The unseen chambermaids, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so I'm sorry that Peters is bad at his job, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we can further talk about Peters. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so James is off on a quest now. He's like, it's the same cave. I got, I'm going to find the worm. So he gathers his group, Angus, Mary, and Eve, and they head off to the cave to investigate. Don't really find much. They find a weird symbol of a person with breasts and a penis on the wall. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. And then, you know, they decide to go deeper, and Eve is like, well, I'm going to go home. So, not knowing that they're in a horror movie. Well, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny, because they, like, they say these things, like, oh, the Dampton worm has both genitalia, like a worm does. <laughs> so it can regenerate, and that's how it lives for thousands of years. And I was like, I don't know much about science, but... <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. No, it's not at all. I don't think so. It's the only thing that I, what I think they could be meaning, which they're executed poorly, is the fact that if you have a hermaphrodite, some hermaphrodites like tapeworms can breed with themselves. So you could continue to birth other things. But this is the same damn worm from before. Right, they're implying that's the same worm exactly. the time. Yeah. I don't know where that fucking skull comes from, because this worm is still alive. But that's but that's a whole thing from something else. Um, and considering, you know, when we see the worm later, in this tiny skull, <laughs> it's like, where does this skull come from? Like, Maybe yeah. that's the pagan god or whatever. Whatever. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're doing that. Uh, Eve's walking back, and she runs into Sylvia, who's just sitting in the tree. I was thinking they're I love like, this scene, actually. It reminds me of like, the Cheshire Cat. This is... This is... You know, they're doing the whole biblical thing already, whatever. The tempting snake. The tempting snake and the tree of knowledge to Eve. It's right there. It's all right there. And I'm like, I actually like this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Sylvia basically just puts Eve under like a spell with her eyes or something where she tempts her. You know how snakes do. I do know how snakes do. <laughs> but I remember all this conversation, but I'll be honest, I can't remember when the scene cut happened, so I'm just going to cut the scenes now. They head back to her place, and Sylvia is getting, like, a suntan in the, for some reason, and she starts explaining... I don't understand that. I don't get it either. It's whatever. Like, if they wanted her just to be naked on screen, they could have just made her naked on screen. They didn't have to <laughs> put her in a tanning booth. Like. I suppose they don't make Eve naked in this scene. But, um... What was it? Yeah, so they start talking, and Sylvia's like, yes, Eve, I remember you, you know, people reincarnate, or whatever, and Sylvia's just laying it all out there, like, I'm a snake vampire, I've lived forever, I know you from a past life, uh, you're still a virgin, and I'm gonna sacrifice you to my god. And one of the... Nice, classic. Classic. 
But one of the really fucked up things, because of course this movie's fucked up and has tons of phallic images, um, is she has this giant, weird, bone spear dildo. <laughs> that <laughs> she tells Eve to disrobe and come over to her. And she starts insinuating that, like, you know, oh, you know, your god is impotent and stuff and doesn't like virgins. He locks up <laughs> I, lo I love this girl. She's, like, imagining <laughs> celebrating a god who died on a cross. Ooh! <laughs> I was like, oh, my god. <laughs> Keeps calling That's him the dumb. false god. Your false god died on a cross. Who would ever worship him? <laughs> it's, like, brutal. I mean... I don't know how Jesus is going to come back from that one. Dude. <laughs> brutal this. In these movies, these creatures are always like, ha-ha, false god. But it's like, everyone knows this person. Like, Also, her god is literally dead. So, like... <laughs> or a lot, I don't know. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but as Eve walks over whatever disrobe, she doesn't have pants on. She takes this weird phallic snake bone dildo and puts it into Eve to test if she's a virgin. And... Eve's a virgin. This is, this is very strange, because she does, doesn't do it once. She does it twice. Yes. And, like, her reaction both times is, whoo! Yeah. It's like, whoo! Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's like, I don't think you'd make that noise. This thing is ridiculously large. And it's sharp-edged. Like, there's a point at the end of it. And there's, like, ridges and bumps all over. This thing does not look sanitary. Um... <laughs> This is something used to kill people. Yes. Or, you know, scoop ice cream into. <laughs> this thing could slay Dracula. <laughs> this, is, this is a steak. <laughs> but fuck. Um, they, so, she then tells Eve while she's still under spell to go call her family and tell them that she's getting on a train to London. So she does that. But... So British. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cultural differences. But, uh... Eve luckily sees the cross she has on her ring, snaps out of it for a second to, like, try to say something, and she says, Dianon, and then the phone cuts out, so Mary's obviously worried, she tries to figure out what's happening, and then James and Angus are talking about this, and Angus is like, Dianon, Dianon's an ancient pagan god or something, and it's like... Why didn't you mention this? It's like, you didn't say anything. <laughs> like, I laughed. <laughs> I did too. I, I legitimately laughed at that. I was like, that's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that, that's that British wit. <laughs> Dude, but this is when, like, this is when James is becoming, like, what is it? Gabriel, John Travolta levels of understanding the plot. Because he is like, alright, uh, what if Sylvia is a snake monster and the Dempton Worm needs a sacrifice, which is Eve, <laughs> and we need to somehow stop them? The audience is, like, very plausible. <laughs> the audience is like, keep this movie going. <laughs> like, we, need to, we need to end this. Yes. I don't care that you just know this somehow. Amazingly, this movie is only an hour and a half. Incredible how much story they put into this. Bro. <laughs> the amount of exposition. Dude, we, honestly, we probably missed 30% of the exposition because of the accents. But, um... <laughs> But, uh, so they decide, like, alright, so we need to lure Sylvia away because she has Eve. So we'll lure her away. And James is like, I'll use snake charmer music. S some reason. They don't know, they don't know about the harmonica scene. Only we do. <laughs> hey, man. 
you know, he put his whole speaker system on top of his castle. It's like three speakers. <laughs> <laughs> he puts three red speakers on top I don't, of his castle. I don't know how, how far away Temple House is from the, <laughs> from the manor. But it is bopping. You can hear this thing in Temple House. He's Temple like, House is Sylvia's home, by the way. Yes. <laughs> because he's going to charm the snake. Because he thinks this will work. So... And it does, because Sylvia starts dancing all like a erotic snake again, and literally saunders out of the house while Angus and Mary are waiting outside for her to leave. And when they head in and are investigating, they run into Mary's mother, who's just watching TV or whatever. And Mary goes over to Honestly, see it looks like she's watching like a damn near like a prequel of this movie, what's going on on that TV screen. <laughs> All I remember was surreal images. I can't remember what was happening on that screen. There was, like, a lady, like, swallowing a snake. Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. God damn it. You see, it's symbolism. (laughs) Do you get it? Do you see? Do you see? (laughs) You swallow the snake, the snake swallows you. (laughs) (laughs) An endless cycle. Oh, fuck. Okay. But, yeah, so they run into her mom, and, uh, I mean, Mary is so happy to see her mom or whatever. But then the mom turns out to be a snake monster. And this scared the Eve. shit out of me. <laughs> this scene is like the legitimately scary scene. Like yes. this jump scare, I nearly pooped my pants watching this one. Like I didn't expect it either. Like I was like, oh shit, she's alive. Because until this point, we haven't seen any other snake monsters besides Sylvia. Right. So you don't know that like other people could be snake monsters. So, but yeah, she attacks Eve, bites her, and then um. Angus grabs a piece of wood from the fire and scares her away and then sucks out the poison. Nice. <laughs> yes. And then while that's happening, <laughs> we switch back to James at the manor or whatever. And, like, he's telling, like, Peters. He's like, Peters. Um, okay, Peters is probably bad at his job because, like, you know, they're set up Peters all this stuff. Peters is Peter's terrible like, at his Can job. I leave now? And he's like, well, first go lock up the chambermaids and, every, and uh, unlock the door and all that stuff and then head out. It's like, ooh, the chambermaids. <laughs> <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter, Peters. You got a job to do. <laughs> so Peters heads out, gets murdered by the snake monster that's gotten into the house. And then, I love this. This is where I think, I really, I thought the movie's making a turning also, point. Also, the snake monster is the mother. It's the mother, yeah. Yes. It's not Sylvia. But I love this because the snake monster, uh, Mary's mother, comes in and is about to attack James. And James instinctively goes for his family sword, and the same monster leaps at him, and he swings it, and cuts her in half, but then the force, he spins back around, and falls into a drum set. <laughs> you see, the centripetal acceleration, <laughs> the amount of torque that's going on here, oh my god, this scene is so fucking funny. <laughs> And, like, the music is so good, and he's spinning around, he slices her in half, just, like, and it's in slow motion, too, he's so he, like, slowly, slowly tumbles <laughs> into this drum set, and then, like, he looks down at her, and, like, she's still alive, and she's still, like, hissing at him, but she's just cut in half. Yeah. <laughs> she's just wrangling around and stuff. And, like, is I like this scene, because I was like, alright, this is, like, evil and dad. I was like... Maybe now this movie's about to start getting super campy and like kind of Wait, action-y. did Sam Raimi? <laughs> but that's what it is. <laughs> this oozed evil and that. I was so excited. But sadly, I was disappointed. Because then right after this, he goes and sees that the music's been cut off. 
and he calls Angus, and Angus is like, yeah, so uh, Mary's mother was alive, uh, but she's a snake monster, and I think she's heading your way. And <laughs> James is like, I know. I know. I was like, oh, what? Oh, I uh, killed her. Ha <laughs> 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 I've slain the mother beast. <laughs> <laughs> and then she grabs his foot because she's still wriggling around, wriggling around and alive. And then we just cut, so we don't really see what happens to James. That part was funny. I was like, oh, like, he got got, like... Yeah, like, exactly. He didn't double tap. Dude. Did he never watch Zombieland? Dude, exactly. <laughs> also, this is just, like, a funny, like, vampire movie now. <laughs> vampire snakes. This has become a vampire... Or vamp snake vampires. You decide. <laughs> <laughs> I still like Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so the next day or whatever, the cop from before Ernie comes to the house or whatever, and he tells them that, oh, yeah, so uh, James got uh, arrested. And it's like, oh, gotcha. So I guess it would be weird if you walked in and found a bisected woman in someone's house. Like, so she wants... That'd be hard to explain. It'd be hard. You see, officer, she was a snake monster. And he's like, ha-ha, like my wife? But, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> You know, expect us. It's like Ernie. He's like, duh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. He's doing Except like you know he's British. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you think he's smart, but <laughs> then you listen to what he says and look at his eyes. <laughs> Wait, so that dopey motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, so Mary gets in the car with him and he's like, so yeah, we're going to take you down to the station. But first, we're going to start off at Lady Sylvia's house. And he's like, yeah, because James accused her, so we need to get her and take her there. And Mary's like, okay, I guess we can stop there. And then, like, they stop at the place, and he gets out, and he's trying to let her out of the car. And she's like, uh, I can't remember. What was the Don't you want to come in? Yeah, it's like, uh, no. no. And she sees, like, the bite on his arm, and she just hits him with the door and runs out. And again... I don't really, I guess we know now that there are these snake monsters or whatever. Like, I guess he's being a little weird or whatever. <laughs> but, like, still, like, it's just Ernie being Ernie. Just, <laughs> just cut his arm. like. But, yeah, he starts chasing her. He's a snake monster. And, oh, I love this. She's, like, at a gate. She can't get through it. There's a huge snake around it. And he's coming at her. And Angus to the rescue, playing the bagpipes. In traditional Scottish garb. <laughs> He's got a kilt Wearing on. a kilt and everything. Got the bagpipes. <laughs> Just starts playing and he bring, he's, gets the snakes away from her or whatever. And Ernie starts chasing him. And I thought this was so funny because like he's like playing around. And like Ernie's right ne next to him. And he just like goes back. And he goes the other way. And the other way. And he finally runs out of breath. And Ernie attacks him. And he tosses him onto this weird snake sundial and kills him. Yeah, his eye pops out through the back of his head, <laughs> landing on it. But that that's a weird scene to me, because it's like, he's playing the bagpipes, but Ernie's still coming after him. Isn't the point of a snake charmer that they won't, like, attack anyone? Or they won't come after anyone? I think so, but in this, it's more insinuating that it draws them. So I don't know if it's like saying it won't attack you because it just draws people. Like even when um I don't know if this is a weird like British joke that everyone hates the bagpipes. That even if you're trying to charm them <laughs> with the bagpipes, they'll still attack you. <laughs> well, well, we'll have to look into it. A true Scotsman. <laughs> they <do>. Freedom. 
Well, uh, it skipped over this because it's not super important to this plot, but, like, you know, they do mention that he's a Scot, you know, during the movie. Like, oh, he's a Scot. He's staying over there. <clears throat> but, yeah, so he heads back into the house now, Angus, to, like, deal with Sylvia, and he first gives himself an injection of anti-venom. Uh, also, by the way, he has found the time to go to some research center <laughs> and create an anti-venom. He's a paleontologist. Yeah, <laughs> he does this from, and this is what I was confused about earlier, because in that scene when Mary gets bitten, he sucks it out and he, like he like he's just holding it in his mouth. And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you being an idiot? Like, spit that out!" And he runs and he spits it into a glass. But you never see the glass again. So it's like assumed that he takes this glass all the way there and creates an anti-venom with it. Like, exactly. Or an but, antidote. But as always, it's time again for Chris to talk about time. Because this is the night. <laughs> this is the night before the next day when all this is happening. Like, this, this is all happening the morning after. So it's only been a few hours. He somehow had enough time to head back to London, turn in this, anti, this venom to get anti-venom created, and gotten it back with enough to, like, dose himself and everybody else. But, nice. <laughs> yes. Perfect. But yeah, Angus doses himself, then he pulls out a mongoose. Where did he get this mongoose from? This part made me laugh. I was like... <laughs> well, because I was wondering, too, because like, they, they do it again where they show kind of a scene where like he's full, he's fucking around with his kilt, and it's like around his like you know his pelvic region. I'm like, what the fuck is he about to pull out? And it's the anti-venom, and then somehow the mongoose from somewhere else on his kilt, like... <laughs> it's like, it's just been on you, his... You can keep a lot of things in your kilt. <laughs> I would have loved... They're like cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> the first cargo shorts. <laughs> I would have loved if, like, all the safe people were just scared of mongooses in this movie. That would have been funny. Like, you know, like, they're about to get murdered, and a mongoose comes out of nowhere, and they're like, <sighs> and, like, just... I love how they mentioned it earlier. He, Angus was just randomly like, oh, yes, the mongoose, the natural enemy of the snake. And I was like, is that true? <laughs> it is. <laughs> They, they kill and eat snakes a lot. Um, nice, good for them. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, Angus's big plan is like, hmm, I will play the music throughout the house to lure her, which doesn't lure her. So I guess we can say in this way, he was trying to play it to sedate her somehow or something. But then he releases the mongoose to attack her, this tiny mongoose, to attack this giant snake monster. And it doesn't go well. Because as he's going to go look in the room where she is, she tosses out a fucked up mongoose at his face, knocks him down, and then bites him, paralyzing him. Got him. <laughs> Got him. And she drags his also, back. by the way, Sylvia is now completely naked and she's blue. <laughs> For some reason. For reasons. She looks like how she looked in some of those visions, but it's like, we don't know if this is she, she's put some paint on herself, this is like her real form. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. All I know is you can't get away from James Cameron's avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere I go, I see it. <laughs> see, the real meaning is nature's important. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they, uh, she takes him downstairs of her place, you know, Temple, he said Temple Manor, Temple something? Temple House. Temple House. Because it's a house that was built on a temple. They said it in the movie. Oh, my God. Nice. <laughs> Yes, but it makes sense because there's this gigantic cavern underneath the uh, house where she has Mary tied up, who she apparently caught at some point. Yeah, so they're all down there, and she's getting ready to sacrifice Eve to her giant snake god. And, like, as she's getting ready to sacrifice her, the camera pans down on Sylvia to 
again, this gigantic bone snake dildo that she's attached to her crotch, and it's insinuating that she's about to rape uh, Eve or something with this. Also, we missed this when um, Mary got bit. She also saw some visions, and they were of a bunch of blue-colored people assaulting her with these giant snake dildos. This one was the least important, I feel like, though. That's fine. It wasn't that important, but it's still insane. But as she's about to do this, the snake roars or whatever, and she she says a joke. She's like, oh, always time for uh, tradition, but no time for ceremony or whatever. And she just takes it off. (laughs) She's, like, very disappointed that she's not going to get to assault Eve. And she starts cutting the rope to, like, drop her into the mouth of the monster. And luckily, Angus's anti-venom starts kicking in. But this 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 is a big question later. And he gets up, and he goes and attacks and tosses um, Sylvia into the pit, but she grabs onto Eve's leg. So naturally, Angus pulls out his knife and starts cutting off Sylvia's hand. <laughs> <laughs> and Sylvia puts up no sort of fight, like biting Well, Well, she, she's hanging there. I she's mean, there's, ha- there's not a lot she can do, probably. She can pull herself up and bite him. Probably. She's a, superhuman or something. She's super... Also... Sylvia's already been cutting the rope for a while now. It's like barely holding on. And Angus is just trying to cut her hand off. Not pull Eve out of the pit and then maybe deal with Sylvia. Or it something. is very funny because once he succeeds and Sylvia falls in, she falls in first and then it pans back up and then you see the hand also fall and yes. then it pans back down again. <laughs> <laughs> we see the hand just drop for some reason right after. Well, the hand is still gripping her leg yeah. <laughs> even after she's cut off. Oh, God. And the snake, the gigantic snake, this gigantic snake that could never be that skull or whatever. I don't even know why she has that damn skull if the snake's alive. Like, she keep having this skull around for, like, tradition or something? Once again, I believe that's supposed to be the skull for the god or whatever. The dead god. Mm. The, the snake worm thing has been alive this whole time, and she's been trying to resurrect it. And somehow she hasn't succeeded. See, and, <laughs> and now she's about to. <laughs> exactly, and that begs so many questions. But whatever. Uh, she eats. Um, so the snake eats Sylvia, and Angus frees Mary and Eve and sends them upstairs. Um, and then he goes and again digs into his kilts <laughs> and pulls out a grenade. Man, this guy's inventory is really good. <laughs> Dude, this is—he has everything he could possibly need in this situation. This kilt holds more stuff than the backpack in Resident Evil, like. All I'm saying is, you know, if you're going to try to kill a giant snake monster, don't bring a sword. Bring a grenade. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he chucks it into the mouth of this snake, and it explodes, and the snake's dead. Uh, the place starts to collapse. They head upstairs. He gives um, gives Eve some of the anti-venom, just to be safe, I guess. doesn't know if she got bit at all or ever. Right. And then we head back out. The It's over. We see James. James... James this entire time has gone back to the cave to to flush it out or destroy the cave or something. He so th- I love this. <laughs> so the the reason the snake is there is because of James. James is like smoking it out. Mm. That's what he's doing. It's the snake is not there for the ceremony or whatever. Like that's not why it's there. James has successfully put it there, and, like, they're talking about it after, and Angus is like, good job, you know, send that snake on us, and I was like, what the, f- what was the plan, like, 
did you guys communicate this at some point? Because I didn't get the memo, like... Oh, exactly. I didn't even thought you guys... Were... How many things are going off screen here? Like... I hadn't think they'd spoken since last night besides that phone call before the snake lady grabbed his leg. Like, Yeah, seriously. But yeah, he's... And then that also begs the question, like, so Sylvia didn't draw the worm there. It was just coming to them attacking that cave, like... Yeah, that poor snake didn't know it was coming. <laughs> Have we ever really thought that maybe this thing is just a poor defenseless creature that we don't understand? Not me. That thing was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that and everything like it should die. <laughs> With by grenades from Scotsmen and kilts playing the bagpipes. Now let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor, PETA. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's what James was doing this whole time. He was... <laughs> he was uh getting this worm snake to be there. And then we head inside and uh James not James, Angus gets a call from the university where he works at where a nurse uh calls him and tells him that she sent him the wrong uh stuff. She sent him arthritis medication instead of the antivenom and she still has it. And you know Angus panics for a second and calmly walks back outside to talk to James and they head out and uh, they're driving back to pick up the girls, possibly from the hospital, when <laughs> James notices some bites on Angus's legs. They both look at each other. James doesn't really react or do much, and the movie just ends. Nice. Well, during that scene, you know, Hugh Grant is like, Oh, shall we grab a bite to eat? <laughs> and Angus is like, I think we should. <laughs> yes, that sounds quite good. <laughs> Get it? A bite to eat. This movie was never subtle. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not the whole time. <laughs> time for recommendations and stuff. Recommendations? Yeah. Rating, you know, what we usually do. Oh. <laughs> I guess. I guess we can do that. <laughs> go ahead, you go first. Um, would I recommend this movie? Yeah. No. It really depends on the person, I feel like, though. You know, if you like a lot of British, like, media and horror movies, maybe. Oh, but I don't know who I would recommend this movie to. But, honestly, it's, it's kind of fun. It's only an hour and a half. It's not too much of a commitment. Um... I don't know. I feel like I'd give it, like, a 5 out of 10. It's a movie. It's really weird. I've heard that this director has a lot weirder stuff also. I've also heard. After I watched this, I looked into I it. looked into this, and I was <laughs> like, like, this is not even his weirdest movie. Not even close. This is the most tamed one that he's done. That's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> this is him trying to be marketable. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, yeah, mine's, my recommendations and ratings going to closely mimic Jack's. Uh, I would not recommend this movie. This movie, if you are British, or you enjoy British humor and sensibilities, maybe give it a shot. If you're American, you're going to be kind of lost. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for our one Australian uh, listener, I don't know how that affects you. Um, shout out Australia. Shout out Australia. Uh, but, um, yeah, no. It is... It's, I, it has a lot... In it, that like there were moments I enjoyed about it, but it wasn't quite as campy as I expected. I was expecting more like an Evil Dead kind of thing, or mm. like a 
Lost Boys or, you know, something like that. Or, like, An American Werewolf in London, where it's, like, there's horror in it, but, like, a lot of humor and stuff. There was humor, but not as much as I was, like, also all the sex and phallic imagery. I was, like, oh, Jesus, like... Apparently, the director is also known for all that, too. He is, too. It's... There's there's a scene in one of his movies where some dude's riding a giant flying di- uh, dick, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I yeah. also read that. Yep. Jesus. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to have to go with a... Ah, oh, man. You know, I'm going to go 3 out of 10. I, you know, I don't, like, I feel bad. Like, I want to go higher, but I, I don't think I want to rank this higher than I did Swordfish. <laughs> this is like, I'd much rather go watch Swordfish again than... Oh, this is not a movie I'll ever watch again. Oh, hell no. This, is, this isn't something we come back to. This is just an experience. <laughs> oh, God, it really was One an and experience. done. It was... Oh, God. And I feel I'm, like I'm a changed person now. <laughs> dude, if you like Peter Capaldi, the the dude that plays Doctor Who, and like, um... Fucking what's his he name? He plays Angus. plays Angus, and then James is played by Hugh Grant, and you want to see some of their early work, uh, check it out, I guess. But... Yeah, that's that's gonna be it for Lair of the White Worm. This was again recommended by uh, listener and uh, friend of the show Joe Gula. Uh, shout out Joe Gula. Shout out Joe Gula. Thanks for the recommendation. If you guys want to ever recommend movies, uh, there are always links at the bottom of the podcast. So send those in. Uh, uh, some social media pages may come up soon, but depends on stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> what kind of stuff? <laughs> so secretive on this side. <laughs> That's all the listeners need to know. <laughs> but yeah, as always, guys, I'm Chris. And I'm Jack. And we're watching movies, I guess. Something like that. <laughs>